0: The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Have you ever felt guilty for having a complete couch potato weekend? <laughs> First weekend completely off to myself in a long time. And it just turned into this comfy clothes on the couch, not going anywhere, house to myself, binging on Emily in Paris on Netflix. Oh, mon Dieu, je parle français en magnifique. They make it look so incredible—the architecture and the food. It was kind of like living in Paris for the weekend, <laughs> and not Montgomery County, although Montgomery County's beautiful. It, it was so beautiful.
1: Monica loves a, a show on Disney Junior called uh, Fancy Nancy, and Fancy Nancy is all about French things <laughs> as well. <laughs>
0: it. It's the food, oh, the food, Kyle.
1: I will say the food is pretty fantastic. In fact, uh, there was a, an American uh, food critic who recently came back and was talking about the like foods that they actually have over in Paris for kids' cuisine. Like the kids' cuisine over there. Oh, like
0: in the kids' schools? Yes. They
1: have- like the school lunches. Oh, my goodness. Like they're serving mussels, fancy cheeses, sorbet, <laughs> all sorts of things. Well, my daughter found out about it, and now she's, like, really trying to get her whole daycare into getting French cuisine. Ah, c'est bien, monsieur. Well, they're also really pushing for it as well to be a thing in public schools. In fact, here's the PSA that they have for it. Are you a child who appreciates the finer things? I sure am. Then get ready for the most decadent meal you've ever had, the Chez School Lunch, where we serve the finest dishes fit for a student in France. Welcome to the Chez School Lunch. What can I get you? Can I please have the cassoulet? Excellent choice, monsieur. And the potatoes, dauphinoise? I'm sorry, are you in the fourth grade? No, third grade. Ah, the potatoes dauphinoise are only on the fourth grade menu. Will you settle for chicken cordon bleu? The food of the peasants? and Indeed not. Cast it away. My apologies, monsieur.
0: The Shea School Lunch. Fancy food for fancy kids. Book your reservation today.
1: The Q Morning
0: Crew on Q108. Awful, hilariously terrible, and ear-bleeding bad. Those are some of the descriptions about country star Warren Ziders. He sang the national anthem at the Big 12 championship game on Saturday. This poor guy was getting roasted. While he was singing, there were so many bad reviews that he became a top 10 trend on X very early on in the game.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I saw this. I don't think it was terrible. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. We played some stinkers. I mean, Flava Flaves. Remember his? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Flaves was,
1: Flaves was bad. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play the clip for you. and We're going to let you decide. Was this roast-worthy? 931-431-4108. Here is the clip from him singing the National Anthem. Oh, say can. twilight's last gleaming oh see Yeah, Yeah, that was that last part for me. mm, Poor guy, he 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 tried, he he tried.
0: Is it embarrassing that I always cry during the national anthem because it's so moving and emotional? But if I was crying,
1: (laughs) I know kind of sounded like maybe he'd been uh, uh, backed up for a couple weeks while trying to sing that song. Nine three one four three one four one zero eight. Let us know. Was that roast worthy? Or not. Lynn is on the line. Lynn, was that cringe worthy, roast worthy, or was it fine?
0: It was, well, it wasn't, it was fine. It was not roast worthy. He was on key the entire time. Yes, did he have some um, graveliness in his voice? Mm-hmm. But he was on key the entire time. If you've ever sung that song, it is hard it's hard to sing very hard song to sing and he did have a lot of emotion behind it which is probably the most important element when you are singing the national anthem absolutely absolutely It it may not have been everybody's style. He did it his own way, but I got to give it
1: to him. That's not easy to do in front of a huge crowd of people. I I think it was the run at the end where he like like, really, yeah, (laughs) that like really got people. You use that when you absolutely, you do that when you nail it. And I don't think he nailed it. You know what I mean? I have to agree with you there. That wasn't necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Time to get you some entertainment buzz.
0: Powered by Schmidt Dental, locally owned and providing premium quality dental care for your whole family with two locations, Fort Campbell Boulevard and Rudolph Town Road in Clarksville. Blake Lively sharing her admiration for both Taylor Swift and Beyonce on Instagram and what they represent for female empowerment, saying, It took me until adulthood to see that the instinct for women to lift each other up to their highest potential is the norm, not the exception. Most of my best friends are women who would have been packaged to me as threats or competition. It's our job to show younger generations the power in aligning rather than dividing. Just love her.
1: Blake Lively can tell me anything and I would believe it.
0: She's amazing. Have you seen Age of Adeline? Oh, yes,
1: I have. Isn't that a great movie? I think she's a great, I think she is a great actress, and I think she is stunningly beautiful. Stunningly beautiful.
0: Then her husband, uh, Ryan Reynolds, kind of trolled her on his Instagram stories with a picture (laughs) of them with his and Travis Kelsey's faces photoshopped on uh, Blake and Tay's bodies.
1: That is the other thing I love about Blake Lively is her husband, Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) I love their relationship. They mess with each other all the time. It really does remind me of my wife and I.
0: In Taylor News, she's now the first living act to have five albums in the Billboard Top 10 all at the same time since the list was created back in 1963. Over the weekend, she and Travis hit up Kansas City's Miracle on Main Street. This is a Christmas-themed bar with Patrick and Brittany Mahomes and some other players and wives. While the Mahomes wore matching reindeer outfits, it was rumored that Trailer, that's their new moniker, sported matching outfits of their own with a squirrel design on the front. And Swifties are convinced that's a subtle dig at one of his old tweets about squirrels. (laughs) And congratulations to Macaulay Culkin receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame over the weekend. His home alone mom, Catherine O'Hara, was there. I know you worked really hard. I know you did. But you made acting look like the most natural thing in the world to do. It really was as if we had ambushed the home of this real little boy named Kevin to make a movie. And he just went along with it for the fun of it. And in the spirit of the holiday season, I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas You filthy animals. Yes. (laughs) I
1: watched that whole speech and the tribute he paid to his wife was beautiful. And it was so cool getting to see somebody that I loved growing up because we were the same age, you know, in Home Alone and all that. It was cool seeing him kind of get his flowers over the weekend. That was really awesome.
0: Yes. That's your Entertainment Buzz on Q108. The Q Morning Crew on Q108.
1: Best life, best music. Q108. It's the Q Morning Crew with Kyle and Tiffany.
0: Grocery shopping is an exercise in patience. You <laughs> realize <are> you, <laughs> you realize this when you're pushing your cart down the aisle and now you're stuck behind someone who stops their cart and takes up the rest of the aisle to physically decide what item they want and now they're also blocking the shopper in the opposite direction and they seem completely oblivious
1: oh my goodness that they're
0: holding up traffic
1: it's in like, both directions it's like you just read my mind because that is exactly my pet peeve <laughs> i hate and it's normally done by somebody who's on their phone too just oblivious completely to the world oblivious Chatting with somebody that they hadn't talked to since high school for whatever reason. Like, that's the time you have to take the phone call. And what gets annoying is like, I don't want to be rude because I don't want to talk to anybody in the grocery store, honestly. So you just kind of have to sit there and wait for them to finish. But you also kind of have to do that awkward like, oh, no, I'm totally looking at something that you're blocking. So hopefully you'll move. Can't stand it. What is the annoying pet peeve in grocery stores for you? 931-431-4108.
0: Kelly on the Q Facebook page says people who just put stuff in random places.
1: Oh, that could could be fun sometimes.
0: No, that's a food waste, especially if it's ice cream and it's... On a shelf.
1: I hear you on that. But you're telling me you don't giggle a little bit when you go down the beer aisle and there's a package of diapers sitting there and you're like, somebody made a life choice.
0: (laughs) Betsy says people who decide to have a reunion blocking the aisle with their buggies and ignoring everybody around them. And Beverly says employees blocking the aisle while whispering
1: gossip. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes that gossip, I want to get in on it to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Justin is on the line. Justin, what is your annoying store pet peeve? All right. So to clarify, I do not like interacting with people at the grocery store. I'm a get in, get my stuff, get out kind of person. For sure. But I'm also in the six, two, six, three range. So when I go to the grocery store, I immediately become everyone's substitute step ladder. Oh, oh no. yes. I somebody else who gets is- it. Like, if I have time, if I offer, cool, I'm more than happy to. But don't see me with my family and be like, hey, grab this thing off the top for me. Oh, oh, I'm so glad. You turn
0: around and say, that'll be three bucks, miss. Yes!
1: Like, dude, we need to start carrying a tip jar. I'm (laughs) 6'4 myself. Same thing. Fair enough. Glad somebody gets it. Yeah, like, we are there to do our shopping, not your shopping on top of it. Absolutely. Thank you for the call. Sarah is in Katie's. Sarah, what is your annoying pet peeve? I have a lot, but when I am in line and I have like one thing and like there's somebody in front of me that has like
0: a hundred (laughs) items and they don't let you go. Yeah. I hate it when they were like, oh, you only have one thing and they look right at you and then just start putting stuff off the
1: conveyor belt. (laughs) That is like the
0: staring at you as they put all of their 100 items
1: slowly. Yeah, slowly up there, and then they take their time. Oh, and then that my last one was when people go to the grocery store wearing like
0: weird, crazy things or nothing, and no pants.
1: Oh, girl, you have you have not <laughs> no seen pants. me at the grocery store yet. I give zero Fs when I am at the grocery you store. You do pants. <laughs> like, look, I have two kids, and I have a crazy work schedule. So when I need to go to the store, there are times where it is like, you know what? These boxers are long enough to look like actual shorts. (laughs) Right? Yeah, we have seven between me and my husband. So I'm not talking about just going with crazy hair and like some pajamas or something. I'm talking about people going to the grocery store and they got like just a bra on. It's so annoying. Like, come (laughs) on, you throw a shirt on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Scott. What's your biggest pet peeve at the grocery store?
1: So... My eyesight isn't the greatest, and I'm trying to be polite. So I'm standing on the opposite side trying to focus on what I'm looking at. And you've got those people that just walk right up in front of you and standing in front of what you're looking at. It's not like I'm staring into space. I'm like, you know, intensely like laser beaming on what I'm looking at. And I'm like, did you not see me looking at this stuff? They thought you were just daydreaming, Scott. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, I'm blind, I can't see, I'm trying to look. Oftentimes, the news can bring you down with how negative it can be. That's why every single morning, Tiffany and I love to start your morning off with some local good news.
0: Are you ready to be inspired? Two years ago, Casey Dial of Clarksville stood outside American Pride Boxing in what she says was the worst shape she had ever been in. She was even debating, do I go inside or do I go back home? She decided to step inside. Today, Dial is preparing for the Olympic trials in women's boxing. She's now, yes, she's now 26. She wants this more than anything in the world. She has 10 wins under her belt, only three losses, she placed first in USA Boxing's Women's National Championship in Ohio and earned her wild card entry at the last chance Olympic qualifier in Colorado this year by finishing in the top four. So now she has her sights set on Olympic gold. And just two years ago, she was debating whether or not to go inside American Pride Boxing. So go,
1: Casey! Yeah, yes. let's go. Gotta love that. Uh, More good news, this time coming from Rossview High School. They have not one but two nominees for the Tennesseans Student of the Week. Now, you can vote until Thursday at noon for one female and one male student. On the female side, you have Elena Zimmerman, who is a member of the Drama Club, International Thespian Society, National English Honor Society, Junior Classical League, Key Club, and Rossview Readers as well. Uh, she's also a worship leader at her church and was a semifinalist for Military Child of the Year. Then you have on the male side, you have Jay Yip, who has a 4.0 GPA with 9 AP three dual enrollment, and seven honors classes. He's also a member of Key Club, National Honor Society, Interact Club, Mu Alpha Theta, Science National Honor Society, and National English Honor Society as well.
0: That's impressive. Congratulations, Rossview.
1: Excellent job over there at Rossview High School. they got to be proud, so go and check all of those out.
0: And you can see more on both of these good news stories at ClarksvilleNow.com and ChristianCountyNow.com. The Q Morning Crew on Q108.